Good morning. I have a couple announcements as I welcome you here. First of all, in the bulletin, there is a misprint. Uh, we will not be doing responses after during communion. I mean, uh, sung responses. We're doing responses, but not sung responses during communion today. And also one of the scriptures that I'm going to read was left out, but that's okay. I'm going to read it and you can listen. All right. Scouts were handing out bags for us to collect, collect uh, food to bring back next Sunday, which is Scout Sunday. That's all they were also, and if you didn't get one, you need to ask for one, handing out little red tickets, which is going to help them uh, know how many to plan for for the Valentine morning breakfast, pancake breakfast on Valentine's morning in the Family Life Center. So please uh, make note of that. This coming Wednesday is the Wednesday Supper at 6, and we will have a special introduction of our child that we're going to sponsor uh, through for our Lenten offering. I want to let you know that we uh, did a prayer and a send-off of Bob and Bob McQuaid at the 9 o'clock service. They will be leading the group to go to the Holy Land on Friday. I want you to keep to remember them in your prayers, please. Our sixth annual Make a Switch basketball fundraisers this afternoon at four in the gym, preschool through fifth grade are invited to participate. Everyone is invited to encourage them. This is a, one of the many ways we'll support Memorial's 2015 Lenten mission, sponsoring a child through Compassion International. Your pledge of 50 cents or a dollar per basket will help raise much needed funds for a five-year-old Ellen Nemanja of Uganda. All right, if you have any questions, see Katie. All right, let's begin our worship.
be with you. Let us pray together. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read, your word proclaimed, and we partake of this holy mystery. May we hear with joy what you say to us today. Amen. Let us affirm our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
You may be seated. Let our children come forth at this time. have a small group today. Um, have you ever heard of the game Rock, Paper, Scissors? Well, how do you play the game? Do you know the rules? Okay, tell them to me. Or, okay, so when you say Rock, Paper, Scissors, Shoot, and someone has a symbol on their hand, it's either a rock symbol or a paper symbol or scissors. Which one's stronger? Okay, the rock is stronger than the... Scissors. Rock is stronger than the scissors. Rock can crush scissors. What can scissors do? Yes, scissors can cut paper. And what does paper do? Paper can cover the rock. So all of them are strong, it just depends on which one you end up with. If you have the stronger one, then your opponent, right? The person you're playing against. What happens if you win? You play again? That's what I see most of the time. Um, who's the final winner? Is there one? The rules I was reading about said that the winner gets to slap the wrist of the person that loses. I'd never seen that before. Have you ever had someone slap your wrist playing the game? Okay. I haven't either. Has anybody ever picked on you at school before? They were trying to be the stronger person? Kind of like the game, rock, paper, scissors, whoever's strongest is the winner. Does it feel good when someone picks on you at school? What can you do about that? Okay, tell the teacher. Anything else? Stand up to them using your words. That's good. Well, both of those um, examples are related to a lesson that I found. It keeps turning on me. Okay, it says um, that Jesus is showing us how strong he is too. One Sabbath day, Jesus went to the synagogue and began to teach. There was a man who was possessed by an evil spirit. And when Jesus went near him, the man cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You are the Son of God. Be quiet, said Jesus. Then he spoke to the evil spirit. Come out. Do you know what happened? He told the evil spirit to come out. So the evil spirit had been who was talking to him in such an ugly way, wasn't he? The evil spirit did exactly what Jesus told it to do. The evil spirit came out of the man, and the people were amazed. They couldn't believe that Jesus was stronger than the evil spirits. The people looked at one another and asked, what is this? He gives orders to evil spirits and they obey him. Jesus showed that he has power over evil. He showed that he is stronger than our worst enemy. But the best thing about Jesus is that he never uses his strength to hurt people. Instead of a slap on the wrist or taking what he wants by force, he uses his power to help people. That's because Jesus came to earth to show God's love for us. When you and I follow Jesus' as an example, 
we will use our strength in a loving way to help others rather than to hurt them. So what if those people are still picking on you at school? What could we do through Jesus? Help them, help the people, because they're probably hurting. If they're trying to hurt you, they're hurting in some way, right? Can we pray for them? Mm -hmm. All right, I have a prayer to share with you, and then I have some pages that you can take with you back to your seat. Ready? Bow your head. Dear Father, help us to know, help us to show Jesus' love as he showed your love. Help us to follow his example and use our strength to help others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Let us bow our heads in prayer. Oh Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Oh faithful covenant God, your work is full of honor and majesty. Your righteousness endures forever. And we come together as your people and give thanks to you. We praise you and thank you for the redemption that you gave to us. You've given us many things for that building of our souls and our bodies. And every gift from you is good. And yet we must confess this day, O oh God, that we do not always acknowledge you as the source of our good gifts. As the ones to whom you've given things, we, we still don't handle them with care. We often forget you and misuse your gifts. And when we do, we give offense to others. We pray this day, O oh Lord, you forgive us for our lack of care and instill in us a new sense of the right use of all the gifts that you've given to us. We're reminded also this day that you promised to raise up for us a, a prophet that you would put into his mouth the word of truth. And we know that person is named Jesus. And so we pray to you, O oh Lord, this day for Jesus. We praise you also for your Holy Spirit that you promised to us when Jesus ascended to heaven. And we thank you, O oh Lord, that your Holy Spirit is with us. And may that Holy Spirit help us to be proclaimers of the truth so that the world might come to know your salvation. We're also reminded this day that we have many people who are in need of prayer. We have brothers and sisters who suffer this day. And we carry in our hearts those not only in our prayer list, but those that are in our families and friends and our neighbors. And so we pray for them now. We pray, O oh Lord, that those who have disease or pain in their physical bodies, those who may suffer in their minds or their spirits, we pray, O oh Lord, that you would speak your command of healing and restore them. We pray to you, O oh Lord, not because we deserve any attention, but because we know of your great love to us through Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and has taught us to pray with these words. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let us continue our, give, our worship with our giving. Let our ushers come forward at this time.
want to read you both of these scriptures. The Deuteronomy scriptures, uh, chapter 18, verses 15 through 9. Give attention. These are Moses' words. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own brothers, and you must listen to him. And this is what you asked of the Lord on the day of the assembly when you said, Let us not hear the voice of the Lord anymore. And the Lord said to me, What they say is good, and I will raise up for them a prophet, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he will tell them everything I command him. And if anyone does not listen to my words, that the prophet speaks in my name, I myself will call him to account. And then over in, this is the one that was left out. Mark 1, 21 through 28. Now you know we've been talking about Jesus from birth, right, to toddler, to, to uh, going to the temple and then being presented for baptism. And then uh, he, he started his ministry by calling those first disciples. This was the first really act of his ministry right here. They, uh, and that would be Jesus and those he had called, went to Capernaum. And when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of law. Just then a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an evil spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly, and come out of him. And the evil spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. And the people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this? A new teaching and with authority. He even gives orders to evil spirits, and they obey him. And then news about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for your spirit that's with us. Help, help us now to understand all these words for us. We pray in your name. Amen. You know, I, I've come to the conclusion that the fear of God is not fashionable these days. Uh, many have come to believe that hell does not exist. Others have convinced themselves that God will not punish their sins. And I think it's because we're so familiar with God's mercy that we have forgotten that God is also to be respected. This particular account in Deuteronomy is where Moses reminds them of their encounter with God on the mountain and the power and presence of God. And while this happened, the people became afraid. And in their fear, they asked that we want someone between us, a mediator for us. And Moses said, you have this fear because it's to help keep you from sinning. And it's important for us to know that a little bit of fear of God is not anything wrong with that. I know we prefer to talk about the love and compassion and grace and forgiveness of our Lord Jesus Christ. But every so often, it doesn't help for us to have a healthy dose of the fear of God. You see, the thing is, God's goodness is so tremendous. His holiness so total, evil cannot exist near it. And so there was this person, this mediator. In this case, in the Old Testament, it was Moses. Moses spoke to God and spoke to the people. We too need to be able to 
come and approach God, and we too need a mediator. And you heard the prophecy there in Deuteronomy. There would be one raised up in your time, and that was Jesus. Jesus is that one. Jesus is that mediator between God and man. Jesus came so that we might hear the Word of God, be able to meet God, and still live. And so that's where we come to to this point in his, as He's revealed Himself to people, and He's there, and He begins to talk in that first ministry sermon, if you will, in the synagogue in Capernaum. And what I want you to see, one of the things I want you to see is this, that the people recognized His authority immediately, understood immediately that He was special, understood He didn't teach like the others, understood that, understood that he, this might be the Messiah that's been promised. This may be the prophet that will be raised up that will speak to us of God and will be our mediator and our bridge to God. And they were amazed. They were amazed at that. And within days, they actually started calling him that. Now, what's interesting to me is that not only did the people understand and see immediately who Jesus was, but the demons, the evil spirits, immediately recognized Jesus' authority. And they responded to Jesus. They, they responded to Jesus to come out they responded and called him the Holy One of God. Evil listened to Jesus that day. Evil fled at the command of Jesus, and evil fears Jesus. And it's important for us to see that, to hear that, and to think about it in its terms. Who do we respond to? Who do we listen to? Who do we fear? I think one of the big issues in our time is that many people, not only outside the church but inside the church, are starting to listen to people who, can, who will tell them that they can do anything they want to do and not worry about any consequences. We listen to those who tell us that we do not need to follow Christ. We listen to those who tell us that we don't need to believe in Christ to be saved. We listen to those who tell us that we do not need the church, the church that Jesus established. We listen to those people who tell us that we can please God and be saved even when we mock the faithful who worship God. We listen to those who tell us God will not judge us. Even though the Scriptures clearly reveal that there will come a day of judgment. Jesus is the Holy One of God. He came to show us what we cannot see without His help. He came to speak God's Word to us, a Word that gives us life when obeyed, but promises death when ignored. So who do we fear? Who do we respond to? Who do we listen to? Jesus has the authority. He is that prophet raised up. He is our mediator. He is the one who allows us to meet God and yet live. Jesus is God's uncompromising love, which is a love that is both tender and compassionate. A love that's both tough and strict. 
Jesus can and does dwell in all those who sincerely call upon His name. And His love, the love of God, is meant to set us free from evil and evil desires. But we do need to be remember ever so often that the love Jesus proclaimed is a love that is also willing to punish so that it might heal. A love that teaches so that it might bestow life and warn of death, you see. Friends, we're in the midst of death. Who, where is our hope? Our hope is in Christ Jesus. And so there are a little healthy dose of fear is good so that we might not sin, that we might not stray, that we might not go and follow these other voices. My friends, do not listen to those who tell you that your soul is safe no matter what you believe or do. Jesus is, some of Jesus' first words and was repent and believe the good news of God's kingdom. These words have come to us from God through Jesus. And it's a word has been proclaimed. It has been proclaimed since Jesus and since every minister and the church ever since. The church still proclaims, repent and believe the good news of the kingdom of God. Repent and believe is the words that we say on Ash Wednesday when we begin our Lenten journey. Repent and believe is still the key to all things going well with our soul. So spoke Moses, so speaks Jesus, who is our Savior and our Lord. Amen. Now I'll direct you to the insert of the Sacrament of Holy Communion. And before I go and begin this, the liturgy, I just want to remind you that because we have several guests today, Communion is open in our church to all. We practice open communion. You're all welcome to come to the Lord's table. If you need gluten-free, that's what's on the corners of the chancel rail. The ushers will direct you. The choir will come first. Christ our Lord invites to His table all who love Him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with each other. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess we have not loved You with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done Your will. We have broken Your law. We have rebelled against Your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray, 
Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray prayers of confession and intercession. Let us pray. Hear now the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. And that proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right, a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. And by the baptism of his suffering and death and resurrection, you gave birth to your church. You delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and you made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread. He gave thanks to you. He broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup and gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples. And he said, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory, and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Uh, Adam is going to help me today. Adam, if you'll come forward and I'll give you communion. And then we'll... And the choir wants to start making their way down. You can. This is the body of Christ given for you. The blood of Christ given for you.
Let us pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you give yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of that same Spirit. Give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We stand and sing our closing hymn is 127. Receive now the blessings of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Almighty, Eternal, Triune God, one God, now and forevermore. Amen. Okay. Okay.